So you're going to have to forgive me tonight if I space out or forget things. I think they removed another piece of my brain today. Oh, that's right. You got tested again, didn't you? Yeah, I had the scrub brush stuffed up in my nose to test for the COVID so I can have my foot cut open because that makes sense. Yeah. Well, they don't want you bringing the COVID into the hospital with you. Yeah. So you had a better week, though. Um, Actually, my week started pretty good. I think it was uh, last week. Uh, I got bunches of packages in the mail. Yeah, that's right, because we were late recording because all your toys came in at once. Right. I got my drone in, which was pretty cool, and I got to go out and fly it quite a bit this week. You had your first crash? Yes, I I crashed (laughs) straight up into a tree. Um, Apparently, a 120-foot radius is way bigger than I realized because I thought I had the tree accounted for, and um, I did not. Yeah, 120 (laughs) feet is apparently pretty big. Yeah, pretty big. So. But other than that, I mean, I broke a, a one propeller, and that was it. So it was a quick replace, and back in the air I was, and uh, so lear- learning quite a bit with it. Now that you're learning, like, the rules and stuff, are you allowed to fly them over cemeteries and stuff? Um, Yes. So when we go visit cemeteries, now you can do yes, drone sir. footage. That's right. Another good reason to like our Facebook page to watch for future drone videos. Uh-huh, that's it. So, I guess other than that, um, we're going to do shout-outs now or later? Yeah, let's go ahead and do shout-out. Okay. We, so had, we had another Facebook comment. Yes, we did. I'll I'll get her address, and, and we'll have a sticker coming coming your way. Ashley? Yeah, Miss Ashley Yerby. Ain't that Com- yes, commented on the, the Facebook page and asked for a sticker. And she's going to get one. So, yay, Ashley. However, she did try to manipulate the system and just uh, Facebook message in the or text you to yeah. get one, and I wouldn't have no part of that. Yeah, I know Ashley. So she she tried to skirt around the requirements. Yep, yep. We got to play fair. Yep. So we're ready to do this? I think so. All right. Well, let's do our warning. This podcast may not be suitable for children. If you are easily offended or bothered by strong language or dark humor, this may not be the podcast for you. This podcast accepts no responsibility for butthurt feelings or erections lasting longer than four hours. Thank you. And good evening and welcome to What the Was That Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne. And I'm Jill. And um, today we're going to talk about something that I was really unaware of up until, what, maybe like six months ago, maybe? Maybe a year? Yeah. And it's something referred to as the Mandela Effect. I'm going to give myself a trigger warning for this episode. Because this topic gets me so irritated. Right. <laughs> like, I, I get so frustrated with this shit. And and I'll tell you some personal stuff along the way. But, yeah, be prepared for bad words from me. And I will try to keep my volume at a constant level so that you don't have to mess with it too much in post. But, yeah, it, it this one totally just trips me out. Um, we actually discussed this at work today a little bit. 
So I did learn something new about it that I will mention at the right time. So um, okay. you want to go ahead and kick us off with what the Mandela Effect is about? I will, since we're going to just kind of share notes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be a running theme since apparently this guy doesn't... I don't. I can't say I don't have time because I do. I'm just not real good at it for some reason. Not yet. I'm going to work on it, though. Yeah, he says. <laughs> I'm also studying to get my pilot's license. Yeah, Leave me he alone. is. He is. All right. So the Mandela effect is a situation where a large amount of people believes an event occurred, but it didn't, or believes that it occurred one way when it really occurred another way. Right. So this term was coined by Fiona Broom in 2009. So it's a, a recent term. She was at a conference talking to people about how she remembered in the 1980s when former South African president Nelson Mandela died in prison. Others she was talking to also remembered and remembered even seeing like the news coverage and the coverage of his funeral. Some remembered his widow giving a speech. The thing about that is, though... Nelson Mandela didn't die in prison. Did he not? No. And he didn't die in the 1980s. Enlighten me. He died in 2013 from a respiratory tract infection. So they were off. And this, like, I remember learning in school in history about Nelson Mandela in the little cell that was only like eight steps across or whatever that he spent X amount of years in or whatever and remember learning that he died there. Yeah, apparently you were mistaken. Well, I wasn't the only one. No, you weren't. But that's... That's She she coined the term Mandela Effect because that's kind of how she discovered this phenomenon. Right. Is everybody having this shared... What it is, it's a false memory is what psychologists call it. Well... And like we were talking about today at work, um, my buddy enlightened me on that the Mandela effect was really not, was like, nothing of this was uh, recorded until about six to eight months after the um, atom smashing at the CERN facility in Switzerland. I think it's what it's at. The Hans Cauldron, is that what it's called? Oh, I was thinking something boson. Maybe so. Collider but, or something. Yeah, but it's they where they actually take two particles and get them up to light speed, then smash them into each other to try to recreate the Big Bang Theory. Um, and, you know, like six months after this is when they started picking up on the... Um, Mandela effect. The Hadron Collider? Hadron Hadron Collider. Collider. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's kind of freaky. So. That maybe we ripped a hole in something when we did that. Maybe so. I mean, there's there's a couple of things that we're going to discuss about, and I don't know where you've got it laid out in here, but, you know, I swear on my grave that, I know for a fact that I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll get there. That's towards the end. Yeah. So. 
So we'll just kind of go yeah. through some examples and, and discuss. Yes, let's do. I'm going to do more discussing than reading, I right. think. So. Okay. So, Curious George. The, okay. the little, little curious monkey that lived with the man in the yellow hat from the children's books. Mm-hmm. Does he have a tail? Um, I don't think he does. He does not have a tail, but many remember him being drawn with one. Oh, that's strange. And uh, I feel like I can picture it both ways. This is one I'm not sold on either way. I, right. I see this stuff now where he doesn't have a tail. But I feel like if I pictured a tail on him, that I could put it there and it would make sense. But that may just be because he's a monkey. Well, and the reason I remember he didn't have a tail is when I was growing up, I had a um, a little stuffed monkey that I slept with. And uh, it didn't have a tail. Oh, okay. So I put that with it. And a little fun fact is one night I lost my monkey and I picked such a fit that my sister drove me all over our little town and we finally found another one at TGNY. Wow. I don't know what a TGNY is. It was like a Walmart knockoff. Oh, okay. Like a dollar store back in the day. Yeah. Gotcha. So... Apparently the cat really wants to participate this week. She's going to make me mad. I'm going to tell. Get down. All right. So here's the one where I discovered the Mandela effect. And this one one pisses me off to no end. And I will try not to rant for four hours about it. So when I first heard about the Mandela effect a couple years ago, it was on Facebook, I think. And I saw somebody post about the Berenstein Bears. And they were saying, you know, I swear I remember when I was growing up, reading the books, watching the TV show on PBS, it was the Berenstein Bears. S-T-E-I-N. I also remember the Berenstein Bears. That's what they were called. I remember the theme song, the Berenstein Bears. Like, that's... How you said it. Okay. This damn book. (laughs) It is spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Berenstain? Berenstain Bears. The family swears this has always been their last name. Always been spelled this way. I thought... Well, okay, maybe back when I was a kid growing up, the books were spelled differently for easier pronunciation or something or a pen name or, you know, things change. Things are printed differently. It could happen. Right. So I get up and go into, we're going to call it the junk room. (laughs) You know what room I'm talking about that had all the boxes I never unpacked? And I had a box of books that I had kept since I was a kid that I let my kids read when they were kids that was packed up because they had outgrown them. And I pulled out one of my Berenstein Bear books from the 80s. And what did you discover? It's spelled with a fucking A. Berenstein? Berenstein. Oh my goodness. On the book. Mandela I swear, it's like the Back to the Future thing where the photos change. Oh, I really should have made like a sound effect for this. Yeah. It it had to have 
I know it was an E. I know it was. And she swears by it. I I would oh I would bet anything that, that it used to be spelled with an E. You think it could be a government conspiracy? I don't know if we're living in a parallel dimension or an alternate reality or if it's like a butterfly effect thing something happened and somebody changed something back in time in time travel and it for some reason messed up the one letter of their name so what you're telling me is that trump went back in time i didn't say it was trump what Oh, you're right. It was the Simpsons writers. Yeah, because they know all that shit. Yeah, so... But they fucked up Berenstein. Only for you, dude. <laughs> no, there are lots Actually, of people. Actually, we, we discussed that at work today, too, and um, Cody is on your side. He remembers it being Berenstein because he had a hard time pronouncing A's. And he ha- he said, I remember Berenstein Bears, not Berenstein Bears. Well, and because Berenstein's a hard word for a little kid to say anyways, so I remember it being something that you were kind of taught ha- that this is a big word, this is how you say it. Right. And you were taught Berenstein. Mm-hmm. And that's where you learned that, you know, that's that S-T-E-I-N, that that's kind of the sound that it made. And, I mean, because... Stain is just a word. We would have known that. Right. So, people of my generation tend to remember it as Berenstein. But then, like, my kids know it as Berenstain. And I I can even hear the theme song in my head to the cartoon. And they said Berenstein. Why would they say Steen if it was spelled with an A? Right. So... Anyways, I ranted about that a little bit. That one gets me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that actually inspired tonight's uh, yes, show. Yes, that's, that's how I discovered the Mandela Effect. It's still, that one and one other one just really just grinds my gears. All right. Okay, Peter Griffin. <laughs> it's raining sideways. <laughs> What's the weather, Ollie? <laughs> All right, so Rich Uncle Pennybags may not know who this is, but he's the Monopoly guy. Oh, yes, yes. I do remember this. You know, he wears his little tuxedo and his top hat. Yes. Does he or does he not have a monocle? Uh, I think think he does. The little eyeglass thing? He does not. Does he not? He does not. Now, some people explain this as just kind of confusing him with Mr. Peanut. Well, that's what was my next thought. Because, once again, this one, I could kind of picture it either way. Because of Mr. Peanut with the top hat and the cane, and this guy wears his little tuxedo and his top hat, I could see a monocle being in there. Right. But it's not. Well, I'll be damned. You are absolutely yeah, right. He's it just is a, not. A old guy with a mustache and a top hat. Yep. Yep. Oh, strange. So, these are going to kind of jump back and forth between pop culture and historical stuff okay so we started with mandela that was a historical one obviously so the Lindbergh baby aviator charles Lindbergh, his 20 month old son was kidnapped in 1932 we all know that it was one of those like they left the window open or something and went in to check on the baby and he was gone 
many people, including me, remember that the child was never found and the case was never solved. Okay. Actually, the boy's body was found two months later. He had been killed by a blow to the head not long after he was kidnapped. And Bruno Richard Hauptman was convicted of the murder and was sentenced to... had a death sentence and died in the electric chair. So the crime was solved and the body was found. But nobody remembers that part of it. No, I always just remember it being... The Lindbergh baby. Yeah, the Lindbergh baby disappeared and was never seen again. So they just never actually followed up on the end of the story. I, and it, and that's probably it. It's probably that you hear more and you remember more about the kid disappearing than about the aftermath. Right. But I thought I remembered it being as like a, a great unsolved case, unsolved mystery of the world. Well, oddly enough, I did not recall any of that. I'd heard of the Lindbergh baby, and I knew of the story, but as for anything other than that... You didn't know if if it had been solved or not. Right. So, here's one that trips me up a little bit. That's another pop culture thing. The Flintstones, you know, Fred, Wilma. Barney. Yeah, well, he's not a Flintstone, but yeah, he's in the show. He's Barney Rubble. He's not a Flintstone. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So, when I write it down, it looks wrong. But, okay, so Flintstones is spelled F-L-I-N-T-S-T-O-N-E-S. Flintstones. Right. Which looks right on paper, but when I look at the cartoon scene of it, doesn't look right. It doesn't look like the that other T, the first T should be there. And I never remember it being the Flint Stones. I remember it being the Flintstones. Okay, now that's just silly because um, I've always referred to it as the Flint Stones because yeah. It's always had to Flint. Well, to there. me, like when I write it down, it looks right with the T in there. But when I look at the title screen of the cartoon, the T looks out of place and wrong. See, that T looks weird to me. Well, I mean, I don't cause it, probably because it's capitalized. Yeah, but I don't remember there being like two T's right there together. I just, I don't know. To me, in the cartoon, it doesn't look right. But when I write it down on paper, it does. Right. So I don't, I got some sort of mixed reality on that one. Hmm. That one's strange. Cat. Or you one is shaking my microphone. I don't know which oh, one. Oh, it's it probably is. me. My legs. <laughs> I'm trying to keep from clawing my legs off. Oh. He he got into some poison something. I don't think it's poison something. I think it's an allergic reaction to something. But yeah, he's peeling flesh off of his bones because he's scratching so much. <laughs> it itches so bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so bad. All right, so let's distract you a little bit. Okay, let's distract me. All right, so Bugs Bunny and Friends. Okay. They're the Looney Tunes. They are. T-U-N-E-S. Not T-O-O-N-S. Correct. They are the Looney. You're right. Yeah. I can see the logo now in my noggin. But then why is it Tiny Toon Adventures T-O-O-N? 
Well, why did they... <laughs> why? I wonder why they used tunes to begin with. Well, because the original cartoons were the Merry Melodies, and they were musical oh, cartoons. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were the loony tunes, like yeah. music. And weren't they like little shorts in between the songs? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, this is probably just an example of people assuming, since it's a cartoon, that it would be spelled T-O-O. Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But it bothers me a little bit that they did Tiny Toon Adventures and didn't spell it the same way then. Because they're the, the, like the baby version. Yeah. Yeah. You can't spell that different. I got Yeah. I guess my issue is with Tiny Toons. You have way more issues than that. <laughs> I've got a whole list of them here that we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you she don't mention her crazy. Yeah, well, you like me, so. <laughs> the look. I got the look, guys. <laughs> is yeah. it a look or a glare? I'm not rec- they kind of blend together the, after so long. They all felt it. They knew. <laughs> That, that little second of silence, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he got it. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that's a, a good segue into Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we all know who Mother Teresa is, right? The old nun that did lots of good things for lots of people. She has been declared a saint since she passed many people remember her being canonized as a saint in the 1990s she died September 5th 1997 so and I seem to remember when she died they were making exceptions and speeding up the process to make her a saint like usually you have to wait X amount of years or something before you can do it after they die right but I seem to remember them trying to, to speed things along so they could go ahead and declare her a saint. Some people remember her being declared a saint while she was still alive. Can you do that? I don't think so. If they do, they don't... I mean, I think they did back in the Bible, like St. Peter and... Well, then that means they can do that because they did do it in the Bible. Yeah, but I don't think they do it now. Just saying. But... Anyways, they didn't with her, and many people remember it being pretty quick after she died. Okay. You want to take a guess what year she was actually made a saint? 2015. 2016. Holy shit, I was close. But what's crazy is like, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. No, four years. Yeah. And you know, I don't remember nothing about it. No, because I remember it happening a long time ago. I say I don't remember a long time ago. I don't either. know necessarily remembering it happening in the 90s. If she died in 97, I would say probably around 2000 is when I would think she would have been made a saint. But 2016. That's that's recent. That's a lot of red tape and to go I, through. I definitely have no memory of it within the last three to four years. So... All right, here's one you're going to like, and you probably already know as soon as I say the topic what it, what it's going to be. Star Wars. You're absolutely right. I do know because I'm the <laughs> biggest fan ever, and I was guilty. <laughs> so, Star Wars, everyone knows Darth Vader. 
And what's what's the popular quote? Luke, I'm your father. He never said that. Never. He said, no, I am your father. That's it. He Because they're having a conversation about his dad. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I am your father. And then Luke cuts his head off. Yeah, something like that. But everyone remembers it just as being Luke, I am your father. And everybody uses that term. Yeah, it's in every spoof ever. And that may be where it comes from, is from the spoofs. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm guilty. I didn't realize it until I I watched it and paid attention. And it's, it's probably kind of like a misheard song lyric. Like, you just... You, Obviously, you watch a movie one time, you don't remember word for word what it was, and you leave the theater, and you're like, oh, man, that was so cool. And he was like, hey, Luke, I'm your father. And it just kind of took off. Yep. Another one very similar, Snow White. You may not be as familiar with this movie. Um, But the evil queen, she looks in the mirror. What does she say? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? Very good. Except that's not what she says. That's what most people think she says. She actually says, magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Where does mirror mirror come from? From Snow White. (laughs) But it's wrong. Huh. Yeah. That's strange. I mean, obviously, I just repeat, and I have watched Snow White probably... In my entire life, maybe three times. Fun fact, that's the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater. You know what mine was? What? Bambi. Oh, that you was sad. I can't watch it. You know what my second one was? What? E.T. E.T. kind of freaked me out when I was little. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was the greatest movie ever. He was a creepy little guy. He's still a little creepy looking. And then I saw Gremlins. Oh, that one was creepy. Creepy but too. funny, too. You know, I never really considered it to be a scary movie. It was more like an adventure. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's got the, the little mogwai in it. Yes. Gizmo. I had Gizmo. Still have Gizmo. Yeah. So. Actually, I think Peyton or Courtney has Gizmo, but they better still have Gizmo. <laughs> Everyone wanted a mogwai as a pet after that movie. Even oh, yeah. Even seeing the disaster that it turned into, everyone's like, yeah, I need one of those. Eh, you know. I mean, I wouldn't get it wet or feed it after midnight. I'm sure it'd be fine. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> that only happens in the movies. Which, another one that I don't think I wrote down about Gremlins since you brought it up. Okay. You remember the sequel and there was that one that had the mohawk and he could talk? Um, it's not Spike. Spike was in the original. Well, and see, that's the debate. Some people think his name was Spike and some th- people think his name was Stripe. I think Stripe may have been the sequel. I think Stripe is the actual name, but everyone thinks Spike was his name. Huh. So that's another example of it. But you said you think there was a Spike in the original movie? Uh-huh. So that may be where that one comes from. It's just a confusing one character with another. Not actually a Mandela effect. Yeah, because he had the hair that stood up. Mm-hmm. But he's oh, not but the... wait a second. Look at this. I was wrong. Is Spike the one that can talk and Stripe is the one from the first one? Stripe 
also known as Mohawk, known as Mohawk, the main antagonist of the 1984 Gremlins. The secondary antagonist of its 1990 sequel, Gremlins 2, the new batch, is given the name Stripe. So Stripe is the second one. And Mohawk is the first. Not There's not even a Spike. Well, who the hell Spike? That would, I mean... So we all just thought Stripe was Spike. Yeah. And that may have been just mishearing them. Absolutely. But I always thought there was a spike. But what's... And I looked up Spike, the gremlin, mm-hmm. and it pulled up Stripe. Well, that's because everyone thinks that Stripe is Spike. Yep. So, so there it is. Google knows what you meant. All right. Yeah. So there's a, a little bonus one that I didn't even write down for you. Boom. Doing work. See, I'm contributing. <laughs> well, all right. Here's one that I that we had to go and find the old 1980s public service announcement to confirm for ourselves the other day uh oddly enough we saw the commercial at lunch today because i went with the guys the mexican Mm -hmm. and the commercial was playing so i asked andrew i said hey what is that character's name on tv and he said and i quote smokey the bear only you can prevent forest fires so the they they wait, were playing wait. the current commercial for yes. it. Yes. Okay. So get this. Then I turned to Nick and said, "Nick, what is that character on TV?" And he said, "Smokey the Bear." And I'm like, "Did y'all know that that is not his name?" And that's how you got talking about all this shit, isn't it? No, I oh. me and Cody been talking about it all oh, all morning. Okay. And they told me I was full of shit. Did and you I, pull up the the proof? No, because then I, when I told them that this is what we were doing, that we had researched it, and I said, we, I took credit, because um, <laughs> I listened to the video. <laughs> that I pulled up. Exactly. And they were like, well, I'll be damned. I was like, a Mandela Effect. Y'all thought that was his name. But his name is not Smokey the Bear. His name is Smokey Bear. And... We kind of thought, like, okay, well, maybe his name is Smokey Bear, but in the commercials, they just called him Smokey the Bear or something. Hey, look, there's Smokey the Bear. Yeah, but no, the commercial is, hey, look, there's Smokey Smokey Bear. Bear. And we're both like, fuck, fuck. Who who the hell is Smokey Bear? (laughs) That, that, it doesn't even sound right. It feels bad to say it. It makes me feel icky. Yeah, Smokey Bear just don't even like No, me. it's... Ugh. Smokey the Bear. That sounds better. Like, D.O.G. the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which is your dog. It's not a famous dog. Used to be or, a dog. Woodsy the owl. Right. Now, that was uh, the... Reading. Give a hoot, don't pollute. What's ne- the one that Tootsie Never be one? a dirty bird. Is that the wise old owl? Um, that's Mr. Owl. Mr. Hey, Mr. Owl. Mr. owl. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's One, find out. Two, three. Three. It takes three. <laughs> Gabe's going to love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that commercial. Uh, yes, he does. What's the one he's been playing here lately? Um, Upset pe- stomach. Pepto-Bismol. Na- yes. Upset <laughs> stomach, nausea, diarrhea. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, 
Hey, Pepto-Bismol. We've heard that for two weeks. <laughs> That's what it's like living with autism, people. Two Just weeks. Listen to that clip over and over, all day long. Or. Every day. You get the uh, universal fanfare entrance for the movies. Followed by excessive clapping and starting over. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's 20th Century Fox. Um, well, I mean, he does the one for the Fast and the Furious, too. Oh, okay. Which is universal. Okay. So don't correct me on my Fast and Furious one. Sorry. Know your role. <laughs> Family. 9 11. <laughs> We're noticing syn- synchronicities. Synchronicities. That's the word I was trying to think of yes. last week. He always notices when it's 9 11. And I always notice when it's 11-11. So now every time we notice, we're telling each other. Yep. And apparently you guys. Yep, we are now. Quit peeling off your leg. Is he a gin again? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Chartreuse. Hey, you know what? We're 33 minutes in, so I hope y'all enjoyed this show. We'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm, I'm only halfway done. I always say every week, as long as we have 30 good minutes, we're in business. Well, I don't know that we've got 30 good minutes. <laughs> you know what? we got about six good minutes right now. I'm an overachiever. <laughs> we'll just go for 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 somewhat average, kind of entertaining minutes. God, I hope y'all like us to sit through this. <laughs> Chartreuse. No, I'm not just saying that word at random. I don't have, like, color Tourette's. No, I'm trying to think. That's the purple, right? Oh, you're one of them. But you, is, isn't you, it? No, it's yellow-green. Really? Yes. But some people think that it's a reddish-pink color. Yeah, because the crayons. Yeah, the crayon is yellow-green. Is it really? It really is. Chartreuse. You're one of the people. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of magenta. Magenta is that color, but chartreuse. Some- I think well, yeah, I think of a light purple when I, you say chartreuse, and I don't know why because I also see the yellow, yellow green, mm-hmm. like sherbet. Isn't sh- no sherbet's orange? There's your chartreuse crown. I'll be damned! It's pea green. Mm-hmm. Mandela has struck me again. It did you it. Fucker. It jumped right up from behind the bushes and gotcha. Got me. All right, Cinderella's castle. Oh, wait, I didn't even know she had a damn castle. At Disney World. Cinderella's castle at Disney World. A lot of people remember it as being like the entrance to Disney World. But it actually has never been located near the admission turnstiles. Like, you've got to walk through the admission turnstiles and walk down Main Street some before you get to Cinderella's Castle. Is that the big castle? Yep. Well, everybody knows that's not the damn front of the park. I think people just associate it with it because everyone stops and takes their picture at it. But that's like once you get in. Yeah. I've never been and I knew that. Well, some people thought it was. I've been to Universal and Epcot. Uh, you've been to Disney, too, you said. I probably have. Shit, I don't know. You did a parade there. You don't do a parade in Disney World without going to Disney World. Well, I probably should <laughs> there for the parade in that six. I don't remember. I do remember seeing the castle. He probably was focused on other things. He was a teenage boy then. No, she wasn't around. Band trip. Oh, well, yeah, she. Okay. New topic. A lot of fun <laughs> on those trips. 
Henry VIII, who killed a lot of his wives. Let's talk wow. about Henry VIII. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Henry VIII. Go oh, barf. <laughs> Y'all, he's getting the look again, just in case you need to know. I didn't say it. All right. I hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> it's going to be awkward now. I guess not for me. You'll have to explain that. Anyways, the famous portrait of Henry VIII, where he's holding up his turkey leg. Remember what I'm talking about? He's wearing his little floofy. He's kind of a portly fella. I think so. And he's got his little weird hat. Uh, yes. And he's holding yes, the turkey leg. Yes. And he's not. I don't remember the turkey leg <laughs> part of it. I remember the hat and the little the oh. floofy things. Okay. Well, he's not holding a turkey leg. Is he covering his eyes like he's trying to look over the horizon? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's. I don't even think you see his hands. I think it's just like his hands are down by his side. And it's, well, where the hell we get a turkey leg from? I don't know, but I remember a turkey leg. You're one of those people? I'm one of those people. Yeah, it doesn't feel nice to be labeled, does it? <laughs> I'm one of lots of these people with the Mandela effect. <laughs> I apparently was very affected by the Hadron Collider, and you were only partially affected. Yep. So the change must have gone back and happened sometime between when you were born and when I was born. Somewhere in the middle. Maybe. Like, yeah. Now this is one that actually we were talking about last week. How many U.S. states are there? Well, Seems like an easy question. It, it does, and I think we both have been wrong even through our talkings. Um, because I looked it up today. Oh, my God, this cat. She just wants your love. Well, I want her down. <laughs> so, how many states are there? There are 50. There are 50 states. That is 48. In con- the continental. And then Alaska and Hawaii. And then there is Washington, D.C., which, which is not a state. A district of Columbia. And then there's two U.S. territories, Puerto Rico Rico. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Correct. However, I swear I remember when I was in, like, primary and elementary school learning that there were 50 continental United States in Alaska and Hawaii, making 52 states. Yeah. No, it's just 50. But, I, I mean, I don't recall ever looking at a map and being like, hey, where's sassafras state you know i don't know why sassafras came out okay bugs bunny (laughs) i'm thinking too much about cartoons i guess i i don't know but yeah i i don't know what states would be missing of course geography is also not my strong suit so they're very like you could take states off the map and i probably would not notice sad so sad unless it's like Tennessee, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, maybe Kentucky. Probably Miss Jersey. Um, nobody'd miss Virginia. No. <laughs> Sorry, Virginia. No love lost for Virginia. I will explain my side of that, though. I have nothing against you Virginians, but when I have to go... Or when we go up to Jersey, I have family up there. I swear you spend four days driving across Virginia. And I remember being a kid and waking up in the car and being like, where are we? Virginia. 
I'd go back to sleep for a couple hours. I'd wake up. Where are we now? Virginia. It never ends. Yeah. Dwayne has other reasons. State troopers. <laughs> they like to make up numbers. But Virginia is one of 50 states, not 52. Or 51. Or 51. Because we mentioned 51 earlier. We did. I, this I, week. I don't know where we get that. If it's just the territories and stuff coming into play, I don't know. I wonder if a politician has just lied to us enough that we finally have taken it as fact. I've never sat down and counted them on a map. There's 50. <laughs> like, maybe we could count them and there'd be more than 50. No. <laughs> okay. So so what's next? Totally different. Febreze, which we probably need to spray our entire house with after your cats have run through it pooping all day. My cat is sick, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I think um, when when little bugs fly in the house or whatever, he manages to catch them and eat them and they hurt his tummy. And uh, it, we refer to it as the screaming shits. Yeah, he, he can't have a hurt tummy and just poop in his litter box and be unhappy about it. He has to run through the house. Shitting everywhere. Shitting everywhere. Little bastard. Yeah. So I've done lots of laundry. And lots of cleaning up <laughs> the poop. Lots of cleaning up the poop. But if I wanted to Febreze it, that Febreze would be spelled F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. Okay, I knew the Z-E, but I was thinking F-A. Febreze. Well, most people think F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. No. Like a breeze. Uh, I, I see where you're going with that, but yeah, not this guy. No, not one of, I'm one of them. I'm not one of them. But to be fair, I You really, can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> so. You probably thought Breeze was spelled B-R-E-Z-E. No, doesn't Breeze have two in it? <laughs> it does. Yeah, I can spell that one. <laughs> well, here's another spelling one. The villain in 101 Dalmatians. Cruella DeVille? Right. But DeVille is D-E capital V-I-L. That makes sense in my mind. DeVille. It's like devil. No, DeVille. Oh. Well, I, along with many other people, thought that it was spelled D-E capital V-I-L-L-E. Like, like, like a DeVille? Coupe, like a Coupe DeVille. Oh my gosh, so silly. It looks wrong this way. That doesn't look right. No, that looks absolutely correct. No. It doesn't. Hmm. All right. We'll agree to disagree on that one. Whatever. Risky business. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. We talked about this scene the other day. Because I resemble Tom Cruise in my younger days. And because we watched Top Gun. We did for the first time with my youngest daughter. Yeah. We we had watched it before, but she did not. Because a lot of the references I use around my kids... She was not understanding, and they come from Top Gun, so I had to let her watch it so she could kind of figure it out. It's not on Netflix or anything either, guys. We had to rent it. I had to rent Top Gun. Yeah, it should be free for everyone. Because that's like a national, it's not a national treasure, but (laughs) (laughs) it's a good movie. However, did you know Tom Cruise has a tooth right in the middle of his face? (laughs) Leave the guy alone. 
<laughs> he does, and it bothered me through the whole movie, and it did your daughter, too. Because y'all are weird. You can see it. It's right there in the center. Anyways, the the famous scene. Where he slides. Where he slides into the living room in his tidy whities in his shirt, in his, in his socks. socks. Yeah. Does he have sunglasses on? Yes. No. Oh, that was my second choice. <laughs> there were only two choices. I know. He does not have sunglasses on. I think this one just may be everyone's so used to seeing him with the sunglasses on and Top Gun. No, I think the spoofs had him with glasses on. Yeah, all the recreated scenes, yep. people are wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. But he is not in risky business. He is just in his shirt and underwear and socks. Yep. This one, your daughter Courtney could probably tell us. If she listens. Silence of the Lambs. I bet she doesn't listen. Hannibal Lecter never one time in the whole movie says, Hello, Clarice. I knew that. He actually says good morning. And that's it. That's it. Where the hell do we get hello, Clarice? I have no idea. (laughs) Like, it had to be from that movie. There's no other Hannibal Lecter... Well, and Clarice is out there. But I, in the second movie, doesn't he call her at some point in time? I don't know. So, I don't know. I either. think though the thing is, is that like Hannibal Lecter never says hello, hello Clarice. Clarice, like ever. Not in the way that we, yeah, hear it in our heads. Kind of like Luke on the father. Yeah, like you know, I always picture it right up there with. I enjoyed his liver with some kidney bean or some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure I may have mentioned this on another show 13 weeks ago, 15 weeks ago, that that movie is what inspired my daughter to go into forensic science right. and get her major and master's in criminal justice and forensic science. And that movie is also the reason behind the graduation gift that you picked out for her. Yes, it was. I bought her a Russian death heads moth. Framed in a nice little shadow box. Because she can put it on her FBI desk one day. That's right. Or when she's the boss of the university. Every witch. Alright, changing gears. Pikachu. Did not realize we were driving a standard. (laughs) Pikachu's tail. Describe it. It's a Z. Right. Colors. Yellow and black? It's just yellow. It don't have a black tip? It doesn't. Everyone thinks, well, not everyone, I guess, but people think it does. But it doesn't. There's no black tip. This is probably going to be one that just us old folks know. Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Un, unpracticed, guys. <laughs> that was like off the cuff because let me tell you, I don't know what the hell she's going to read the next because I have not done nothing for this. So that was, y'all are welcome. We'll give that to you for free. Yeah. We actually kind of harmonized a little bit, though. That was kind of good. <laughs> but you know who Carmen San Diego is? She's yes. the fictional character. It was a computer game school right then they did a actual like tv TV game show show. um 
where you got clues. It was kind of a history geography game where you had to use these clues to figure out where in the world Carmen San Diego was. The character wears a trench coat. Uh-huh. It's a bold red trench coat. It's not yellow. It's not yellow. See, I didn't even tell you that. Ha. Some remember it being yellow at one point. Was it ever yellow? It was never yellow. I also remember it being yellow at some point. With the red hat and the yellow trench coat. Right. But it was never yellow. Interesting. See, this is why it's a good topic for you to not have read all of the things that I'm talking about. Because that just gives an example that the Mandela effect is real. Do you need San Diego? Nope. I got Google. Google's my friend. (laughs) Because I'm going to be real specific with her. It's red. It is red. That's April from the Ninja Turtles. Yes, that is. But what is this one? Uh, that I don't know what that is. That's not Carmen San Diego, though. Uh, nope, it is not. All right, I stand. Hey, but I remember it being yellow as well. She I, had a red one, but I remember a yellow one too that had yeah. like a red scarf and a red hat. But nope, it was red. That's a trip. Fruit of the Loom, the Undies brand. Yep. The logo, fruit. It is. It never had a cornucopia behind it. And we've discussed this one before. You do not recall a cornucopia. I do not recall a cornucopia. I do recall a cornucopia. All right. I've got two left. Okay. And they're both, I'm going to try to not rant, but I'm probably going to rant. Okay. What you got? You, which, which one do you want to go with first? You just surprised me. I hadn't had no say-so any of this, so... All right, so you, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode... Hey. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's an example of the Mandela effect. That one doesn't exist. Okay. There's no cornucopia. Yeah. Because I seem like I do remember this at some point in time. It never happened. But I know, the like, on the logos of... You know, my shirts. Yeah, Yeah. I've never seen it. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just wanted to see because I I wanted to. And I think I'm going to post some of the examples on the Facebook page that y'all should go look at and comment on and see what you remember. She is going to post some of this. So, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode a movie Shazam. Shazam. Starring Sinbad, the comedian. Everyone from our generation remembers this movie. Everyone. We all watched it. Sinbad was a genie. He wore like a little orange turban. I think a it was little like purple outfit. Purple, yeah, purple shirt, maybe gold pants. It was a sad movie. Yeah, the kid's mom had just died or something. Right. And like, and Shazam pops out and thinks that the kid is the mom, and and then they just have a good old time, and yeah, it's. You know, heartwarming and fun, and it never existed. I call bullshit. Now, there is one clip 
on the internet that you can find. That's yes. about two and a half minutes long. And it happens to be where they find Shazam. Exactly. And everyone I know that has ever found this clip is like, yes, that's it. And you can find prints of the movie poster mm-hmm. online that I remember. I remember sitting in my living room and watching this movie with my brother. I yeah. remember it. I remember watching it over and over on Disney. Yeah, it was a good movie. And this is like Disney on satellite and, Disney, like old school satellite. And and this Mandela effect is so well known that Sinbad has been interviewed about it. And says it did not happen. He says he has never played a genie. Bullshit. That it doesn't exist. He laughs and thinks that it's like this conspiracy thing that people are trying to start saying that he was in this movie that doesn't exist. He thinks it's a big joke. And everybody thinks, oh, you're thinking of Shanilo Kill. Shanilo Kill. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Golly. Yeah, in Kazam. In Kazam. No, we recognize that Shaquille O'Neal played a genie. Yes. In Kazam. And Sinbad is not seven foot two. That was a different fucking movie. Exactly. And it happened like 15 years later. But I know, and I, like I said, I'll swear on my grave that I watched that movie. And, and Cody was talking about it today. And he said that there was a thing on Facebook where this lady went to her grandmother's house, went through all of grandma's old VHSs found it and the movie the the case the and case. the movie no both mm-hmm. took a picture of it posted it on facebook and said see here's the case here's the movie the movie disappeared what yes they could not find the movie so like she went back then to like play it or something and, and it, there was no it was, movie wasn't so no no the movie the case was empty but the case was still there. The case was still there. But she originally had taken it out and shown that it was there. Yes. So did the government sneak in her house and steal the movie? I'm not pointing fingers, but that's probably the best explanation. Or did the Hadron Collider work its magic and it disintegrated? I don't know. I mean... It, this one this one trips me out because may, I remember this movie. Maybe the Simpsons writers can contact us and tell us what the fuck they did with the movie. Yeah, I mean, and... It's it's not listed on Sinbad's IMDb. Nope. He has, he denies has, it. He has done interviews and and swears it didn't happen. His reasoning, he says, is he hosted a like a marathon on TV of Sinbad the Conqueror or whatever movies. Like I don't even know what they were. Yeah. No. But, that's not it. But that he hosted that and he was wearing like a pirate's outfit or something. Mm-mm. When he hosted it, it's a completely different outfit. I, right. I saw the pictures. It's it's not the Shazam outfit. And where would we get the name Shazam? Right. And and you can seriously, you can ask someone, hey, do you remember that movie Shazam? Without giving them anything else. And they will tell you it was Sinbad and describe the movie to you. Well, I just so happened did that today at lunch with uh, Nick and Andrew. And guess what? They described the movie, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Sinbad was a genie. I'm like, it never happened. Nick's like, now you are full of shit because I know it. And I was like, <laughs> now we're going to fight. <laughs> no joke. 
And by the time we got to the truck to leave, he had already pulled up the clip. And I said, that is the only evidence of the movie you will only find. Only evidence. Two minutes. And, and and you can tell, like, it's where somebody recorded it off TV. You know, back in the day when you couldn't just watch Netflix, you had to record stuff off TV to watch because cartoons and kid shows only played on Saturday mornings and right. Sunday nights. So you recorded it so you could watch it during the week. But you reused your tapes. That's if you had money. <laughs> you reused your tapes and you recorded over them again. And so you'd get pieces in between. And this looks like one of those pieces in between where they recorded other stuff over it. Right. But it's there. It's it there. is there. Yeah. So. And and that one just. That one drops my ass. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Because that movie exists. And someone needs to find it. And you know, they need to call me. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it if it doesn't, I need to know at what point did I shift over to a different dimension. Right. And I does, wonder if we were selected to move over. Well, and and that's what I was going to say. Kind of theories about the Mandela effect. I mean, is it is it an alternate reality? Is it a time paradox? Well, I don't know what it is, but. That one is one that is very consistent with our generation. What what is the So uh, what is it about that movie that could be so important? Oh hell, what if we're part of the rapture and we're just now figuring it out because since we left that time and we're in this time, we left everybody else back there and we're oh, I'm so, onto something. So we were raptured, so we remember the movie Shazam and everyone who wasn't raptured doesn't remember it? That's it. <laughs> so if you were left behind <laughs> You do not remember <laughs> the movie Shazam. And we are speaking to you right now from heaven about the movie where Sinbad plays a genie. Uh, no, we're, we are definitely not in heaven because... Well, if we're raptured, we are. No, we're just raptured to a different time continuum, I reckon. <laughs> because if this is heaven... <laughs> then COVID and all that bullshit shouldn't be going on. <laughs> can can I go back to where I came from? Right. <laughs> I think I took a, a, a wrong turn and went downhill. Yeah getting kind of warm in here. <laughs> Maybe we're in purgatory. Hey. We're in the waiting room. Ain't that a Nelly song? It's, it's getting, getting hot, hot in here. here. So take off all your clothes. No, you don't want me to do that. <laughs> like, hey, who's they, that guy with the rug on his chest? They can't see you. It's just a microphone. <laughs> oh, good times, guys. Yeah, good times. That one, It. what I don't get to is, does Sinbad really not remember it? Was he told never to speak of it again? Is he just fucking with all of us and thinks it's funny to deny that it happened and, like, had it erased off his IMDb? I wonder when Sinbad passes away if it will be, like, in his final wheels. Like, hey, fuckers, gotcha. (laughs) Here it is. I bought every copy in existence. Like, there's some bad movies out there. If somebody was going to be embarrassed of a movie they did and make it disappear... For one, it'd have to be somebody with a lot more money than Sinbad. Right. Absolutely. And for two, it'd have to be a lot worse of a movie. Because it wasn't a bad movie. No. I I mean, mean, even for me at a young age, it was still like, oh, emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Back when you had those. Never had them. (laughs) Actually, that's not true. I did. When I was really young. Yeah. Because I remember I was out yard. Out yard. I was out in the yard uh, hitting a tennis ball with a, a bat, and on my follow-through with the bat, I hit my poor pup in the head, 
and it caused it to bleed, and I remember crying over that. Oh, but the pup was okay. Yes, the pup lived. Yeah, because well, the first time you told me that story, I'm like, oh my gosh, you killed your dog. <laughs> well, it, he did die like probably a month or two later, but I think he got parvo. Oh, it's probably or, not caused by a baseball bat, or he no. slowly had an internal brain, brain bleed and possibly died I don't a know slow painful death. <laughs> Poor guy. So what's the last one? The last one is Publisher's Clearinghouse. This one pisses me off so bad, too. It's not Ed McMahon, is it? Ed McMahon was a spokesman for them, which I... You know what? When we first discussed this, Mm -hmm. it said he was never a spokesman for Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh, but now he is? So now he is. So that's changed. Okay. Just since the first time we discussed it, like six months ago. Because then he was the spokesman for some other company that did sweepstakes. But now, he was the spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse. And, you know, we always used to say, I'm just waiting for Ed McMahon to bring me my big check. Show up at my door. Yeah. And they'd show up with balloons. And they'd do it during the Super Bowl halftime. And and they'd show up with the balloons and knock on their door and do like a live, you know, you won. But I don't ever think it was Ed McMahon that showed up at the door. It wasn't. It was a a dark-headed guy. Ed McMahon was... The one that was usually carrying the check or something, but not like the main guy. Well, that's... But you remember him carrying the check and being there at the house. Yeah. He wasn't there. He never went to people's house with the check. Maybe it was just a commercial, I remember. But the commercial was them presenting the checks to people who won. Not not all the commercials. He, He never did it. So the whole, I'm waiting on that man to bring me my big check... Well, you're going to be waiting a long damn time because he never brought anybody a big check. Well, who was bringing checks? I don't know. Some other guy. Did he look like Ed McMahon? I don't know. But when I had first looked it up, Ed McMahon wasn't affiliated with Publishers Clearinghouse that, at all. That's right. Cause and we, you remember us talking about that. I do. And now all of a sudden, he is. Yeah. But he just didn't bring the checks. So I don't know what's going on. Things are still changing. Paradox. And and that's I don't I don't know if it's I, I saw a lot of stuff about false memory and and I didn't include a lot of things in here that I think could just be like misunderstood spellings and stuff like Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops is F R O O T. Right. When you would think it would be F R U I T. No, because I've always seen the boxes F R O O T fruit. Right, but. If I had to spell Fruit Loops, which I have done on grocery lists, I spell it the right way. I did, yeah. So I think that's just because I spell things. <laughs> okay, Valiclitorian. <laughs> but what, how is this shit possible? And there's things, like I said, there's some of them that I remember. I, which way would you say is the Mandela effect version? The, the one that is the false one? Or the true one? I'm going to say the the false one is the Mandela effect because everybody believed that he died in prison when he did not die in prison. Right. He died 40 years freaking later. So I, I tend to remember more of the Mandela effect versions. I'm about 50-50. And, and that's, you are about half and half. 
But there are, and, and that's the thing. Some of them, I think, aren't Mandela effect. I think they're just misremembered or assumptions like the Looney Tunes. Right. You know, or spelling things or... Or one of those things where if one person tells another person, it gets out and about, and all of a sudden that, which may not be a total lie, but it's not the truth, becomes fact. Right. Or even with the Fruit of the Loom thing. I remember there being a cornucopia, but I also acknowledge the fact that usually when we see a cornucopia, it's with a bunch of fruits and vegetables coming out of it, and that if you show me a picture of Fruit of the Loom with the cornucopia there versus one without it, you could convince me I that either one could be true. I know where I've seen the shirt or a shirt with the fruit and the cornucopia. Where? The fake knockoffs at the flea market. <laughs> well, maybe that's what I remember seeing then. I I don't know. But I, I think there there are things like that. But there's some. Yep. Nelson Mandela dying in prison. I remember being taught that in school. I do not. Mother Teresa. I don't necessarily remember it being in the 90s. But I damn sure remember her becoming a saint before 2016. Didn't know she died. <coughs> Bernstein. Was that a dry cough? It was. It was a. I had my brain poked with a Q-tip cough today. Huh, we'll okay. we'll know in like a day or two if I have the COVID. So hopefully it's after your surgery. <laughs> but Bernstein, that is one that a lot of people know. Yes. Smokey the Bear. That could just be us adding a word in that just makes it flow. Yeah, it's kind of like a, this is Smokey, that's his name, the bear. Because he's a bear, yeah. That can be explained kind of, so. Smokey the bear. In the Curious George tale, like I said, he's a monkey. You would assume he has a tail. You might not remember if he does or not. Right. Carmen Sandiego, you, without knowing what I was talking about, Called her having a yellow trench coat. I did. And fucking Shazam. I dare anyone of my generation, which would be the Xennials, in between Generation X and the Millennials, I dare any one of you to tell me you don't remember seeing this movie. Because I know you do. I remember, I, I know you remember seeing it. And Sinbad, if you're listening, I'm going to figure out your secret and what you've done. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be something in that movie that people aren't supposed to know. It must give away some sort of government secret or some sort of, like, scientific proof of something or show where buried treasure is or something. There's a reason it's gone. And I'm not usually a huge conspiracy theory person. But a movie just doesn't disappear off the face of the earth. It's, right. I mean, and out of existence. And like literally tried to wipe it out of existence. Yeah. And convince everyone that we're crazy for remembering it. So I guess this was the Shazam show. There it is. <laughs> Shazam. Shazam. Um, yeah, so... Anything else you want to add about the Mandela effect? I 
Um, I kind of like that you discussed it at lunch with the guys to add in some of their feedback. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you what, man. Cody, uh, he doesn't work with me a whole lot, but when he does, and I really enjoy working with him because, you know, it. he's one of these guys that's like so damn smart, but you never know it by the way he acts. And... um he just, is it a like really smart book wise, but not so good common sense wise? No, kind of smart? no, very common sense, smart, very book smart. Um, he's just a smart guy, but uh, you know, it doesn't matter what we talk about. He he has some type of knowledge of it, and it's just you know his perspective on things is is really good. And he was one of the first guys I talked to about starting the podcast. Okay. And what he he and I originally were going to just sit down and randomly talk about shit like we do at work. Right. But life said, I don't think so. He doesn't live in the house with you where you can just spur the moment, sit down and do that. That, and I think he might get stoned a lot. Oh. Well, and see, originally the idea for the podcast was that. You were going to have him come over and sit and talk about stuff. And during weeks when y'all didn't have stuff to talk about, I was just going to fill in. Right. And I was going to be kind of, you know, your your backup plan. Right. Turns out. I'm the, I'm the plan. You're the plan. <laughs> and, and thank God for it, because yeah. if we depended on me for research, <laughs> we would have already quit. You'd be listening to him try to read stuff that he looked up as he was sitting here. And y'all have heard me read, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. So brutal. So I guess we're going to, we need to pick a good topic to research while I'm laid up because I'll have more time to research stuff. Yes. I'm I having agree. foot surgery in two days. Yeah. So So this releases tomorrow. So the following day you will have your foot surgery. Yep. And then I'll be in the bed for three days. She can't, no weight whatsoever on her foot. And I got some weight. <laughs> so it's going to be a long three days. Yep. Um, I'm hoping to sleep through most of it. She will. And then I'm still not going to be able to get around real good. So. That's what she thinks. I think she'll get around just fine. Yeah. I still have to take it easy. I've been crippled before, so I know. Yeah. Still have to take it easy, so I'm going to have time to read and find us some good topics. We got some books at, what's that store? Second and Charles? Yes, Second and Charles. I was going to call it Third and something because that's usually what you jokingly call it. <laughs> third and Lindsay? <laughs> yeah. Second and Charles, yeah. We went and bought a whole bunch of books for me to peruse and find some good stuff in. So. We got well, a book of the original fairy tales. Um, Hans Christian Andersen. Hans Christian Andersen where they're not so cheery. Right. That's kind of fun. We might do an episode on those. And those, those are, yeah, those are very fun. Um, we, got, we got some Irish ghosts. Right. Um, uh, what's that? Del, Del, Delphine? I don't know which one you're looking at. Oh, you probably can't see it. 13 Ghosts of Alabama. Travel, Legends, and Lore. So that's from around the world. We may throw a couple of these little, little things yeah. together and give you a little little insight to those. Oh, we, we got a book on, um, we did get, yeah, the Jack the Ripper book. It's at the end. Yeah, Jack the River. So we got some some good fodder for yeah later shows on we'll our bookshelf. Some, some good stuff. So um, you want to do a little housekeeping for us before we get out yeah, of here? Yeah, let's do some housekeeping. Um, housekeeping. <laughs> our our intro and outro music 
of course, is by House of Curses. House of Curses. Just going to throw a shout out there. They're looking for a bass player. If you like to play metal and you like to play bass, uh, send us a message. We'll hook you up. Get right. you an audition. He's a good guy. Um, our Facebook and Instagram is WTF Was That Pod. You can go over there. You can comment on some of this Mandela stuff I'm going to post because I'm in quarantine tomorrow and I can post things. And if you comment and say you want a sticker, we'll... We'll get you a sticker. Yeah, we'll get you a sticker. We'll get your address in the the DMs. Yep. And send you a sticker. You just go ahead and slide in my inbox there. Yeah, unless you're... It's the pay. It's the the show's page. So okay, yeah. Slide, slide in the show's page messages inbox. Oh, not. she's not hip to the lingo, guys. Yeah, don't don't slide in Dwayne's DMs because then I might get pissy. <laughs> Especially after this episode where we talked about things that I don't like. <laughs> we didn't. You brought it up. I just mentioned your band trip. Well, most of my band trips. And then we happen to talk about Henry VIII next, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And our email is WTFWTPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us show ideas. You can send us your address for a sticker. At this point, you can send us hate mail. Yeah, because he reads it. I don't. I mean, I'll take anything. Yeah. Hey, Dwayne, you need to learn how to read. Hooked on phonics work for me. Country bumpkin. I like the way you talk. <laughs> you sure do got a pretty mouth, boy. And that's why you didn't need to go to prison. <laughs> Story yep. for another time. Yeah, y'all, this guy, when he was young, he was a pretty thing. I was. Looked like Tom Cruise. Yeah. Now, now he's still a pretty thing. He's just more seasoned. By seasoned, she literally means salt and pepper. <laughs> And we're not talking about the group. I, I can't say anything. I, there's a lot of hair dye damage on this hair. <laughs> all right. I guess other than that, all we got left to do is... Um, hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs>